Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Plus minus. Curry, way downtown. Tim Kawakami deserves all the credit there. <laughs> Plus minus. Tell Marcus that he asked you know, that question about my defense. Do you hear that, Marcus? Anthony, you know me well, buddy. I have a great night. I think he got the highest plus minus in the season in NBA history. Hello and welcome to a scorching hot winning streak edition of the Warriors uh, Plus Minus Podcast. Home wins, Raymond Ritter just told me. Oh, wow, Ritter, what is that? Uh, Be happy with that statement. Six straight home wins. It is three straight overall. Yeah, and uh, two days off and then Wizards Blazers. Uh, so this they have a chance to go on a, like, a legitimate five-game winning streak. They should be above 500 by, by, by Christmas. Should be, but, you know, the other thing is, like, this the way the season's gone, like, you know, Wizards Blazers could be. Could be deadly. Jordan Poole coming to town. Watch out. Uh, we can get to that in a little bit, but we should probably talk about uh, what was it? What was the final? Like 132, 126, yeah. something like that? Overtime. Overtime. The Warriors rarely were in an overtime. When's the last overtime win? They got a couple last year, but there was at one point they were like 3 yeah. and 17 in the last 20, something like that. Um, and, you know, forget just overtime, like, Crunch time has been a major problem for them this season. Uh, blowing leads has been a major problem. They flipped it tonight. They were obviously very good in crunch, very good in overtime, and they blew, they, they uh, came back. Yeah, they were yeah, down Boston, seventeen. Boston helped them. Boston missed a lot of like <laughs> shots. Very the eight threes. Marcus Thompson was just <laughs> seething. The, the the coach inside <laughs> him, the high school. The eight threes shot twenty nine percent from three. Like Derek White was hitting them. Yeah, he was. He was. I don't think anybody else was. I don't think Hauser was. How's their 0 yeah. for 6? Yeah, Tatum, 1, 2 for 9. Yeah, they, I mean, they weren't they weren't going crazy. I will say, though, like, you got to give some credit to the Warriors' defense. They were yeah. active. Hands were up. Uh, younger guys, were, I'm sure we're going to talk about that. They were yeah, athletic at times? A little more athletic, a little quicker to the ball. Steph talked about this, and he picks five fouls like, midway through the third. Uh, and when he goes back in the fourth, they've got to protect him. Like, they played defense knowing that they couldn't let Steph be isolated against anybody. They kind of let him do that too many times to get the five fouls with Jalen Brown just going right at him. And they, they helped him. They doubled. They forced somebody else to, to do stuff. Uh, it was uh, pretty impressive. See, Derek, uh, it was uh, an impressive defensive performance, I thought, for a team that was getting blown out. Well, yeah, they gave the 40 down. in the yeah. first quarter. Yeah, blown out. They had no shot against these mismatches were just all over the place. And then I think Kaminga was a big defensive thing, and obviously Trace Jackson Davis. We're going to talk about that, but uh, turned around the game, might have uh, turned around his entire season, and uh, we'll get into that more, but uh, he played tremendous. Yeah, so, I mean, look, the five stories of the game to me are the five uh, closers. I almost said starters. Certainly not the five stars. Uh, The five closers, Steph Curry, uh, plays the final 17 minutes with five fouls. He's, yeah, I think he scored 15 in the in the fourth and overtime. Um, 
Clay Thompson quietly is really hot from three right now. 23 of 43 his last four games. He just looks like, you know, the, the Clay Thompson. At least you could say a mid last season. Jeez, he got a 15 tonight? That was six of 15. Yeah, and uh, well, if it, it, then he's probably 23 of 46 because I think I calculated that when he was 6 of 12. But he had, he had some big ones, too. Um, the tying one, the, the, yeah. the, you know. Huge. And, yeah, yeah. Huge the other from the top wasn't even from the court. It was from the top. Yeah. Uh, Chris Paul, 12 assists, zero turnovers. Uh, another Raymond Ritter stat I was told. I, he said that, that either set or I think it tied a franchise record of most 12 assists, zero turnover games. He already has three this year. <laughs> Um, he also played 35 minutes. Yep, yep. yep. Uh, and then you mentioned it, obviously, but Kaminga uh, trusted him to close over Wiggins, uh, which the, he did, he hadn't done the previous games. He was good down the stretch. You know, you know, mentioned on Tatum the the pick six deal to open overtime when neither team could score was big. Um, the game ceiling pl- uh, play, which is the moon ball step three, like that is a combo offensive rebound by Jackson Davis and Kaminga. Kaminga just like bumping. Tatum into the lane. Jackson Davis tips it over to Paul, and then Paul gets it over to I Curry. I couldn't believe he was passing it. Like, I couldn't believe it when I was watching it live. I just didn't think they had enough time. Uh, and he threw that pass. He wasn't that impressed by it himself because I asked him about it. He said, yeah, done. We practiced that. And then for Steph to get that shot off, I just thought that it had to be Paul shooting the ball and because he was pretty close to the basket at the time. But he was the Chris Paul special. He just flicks it over to Steph and – Right in the shooting motion, and Steph gets it off, and it was, was all looking like air traffic control over there. Did you see that? He was like, <laughs> yeah. he's like, ah, I'm open. It was a pretty crazy sequence because I'm kind of like for the story I'm doing off the game. I was slow mo breaking down the play because it's like, look at the two rookies com- Steph combo. Missed, Steph missed a runner. Right. Steph misses a runner, and five seconds later, he has circled around and Chris Paul is making like you said a pretty audacious pass but yeah not impressive the funny thing with Chris Paul is he enters every conversation particularly with the reporters believing like you don't truly understand how great he has been for as long as he has been oh he got he talked to me afterwards too about that about his defense so. I believe nine time <laughs> yeah. defensive uh, all defensive team which Chris's, he, he likes to give me that Chris's son and I got a lecturing about nine time defensive uh, did he, did he give you nine did yes. he tell oh, you nine, nine. Yeah. many times it was, it was me and his son we both were getting it. I can't say it was no problem. If his son's going to get it, I'm going to get it too. Uh, that, that we doubted that he could guard Jason Tatum because he's a nine time all defense. That's, that's fine. He played, he played oh, yeah. Tatum great. Like, for like, as I said, like, he's taller than you. He goes, oh, like everybody at league's taller than me. Uh, very Chris Paul. Very Chris Paul. Um, that was that they, I think they got something with this closer group. We might change our minds again in three games. Well, I he, don't know. But, you know, and like, I think, you know, it's a good mix. It's a good mix, that group. I, I think there's some valid criticisms, obviously, of like various rotation decisions this season. But I will say the one thing, Steve Kerr, I think really since the Moody Sacramento situation, right, where he was even self-critical about it, I think he has been more flexible game to game. I don't know how you guys feel, but like it has become more like, oh, Trace has got it. Stay with him. Oh, Kaminga's got it. Oh, you know, Wiggins, a nice game. I don't know. He's where are you at? He's benching like champions for a rookie from Santa Clara. Like Steve is like he's not like as as flexible as people might want him to be but i mean they're running well, a lot of pick and but roll but you know like, people Draymond being out helps that like Draymond being out gives him more flexibility yeah. he's not as flexible as people want him to be he's also you know the people that want him to be also are not telling clay thompson like you know you're benched in the fourth quarter tonight hey andrew wiggins let's sit down and have a conversation I think the only this. real hurdle was clay like he was sitting Wiggins, he was like every everybody else. He's fine with sitting. You're not gonna sit. Hey, Steph. We know he's comfortable sitting Looney. I yeah, think he's done that yeah, a time yeah. or two. And he might yeah. get a lot more comfortable doing and that. He already talked Chris Paul to come off the bench. So it's like the the last 
hurdle, the last like band-aid that needed to be pulled was clay but, I mean. but it also wasn't just like oh this is an ego thing because you're afraid of how clay might react it was like this idea that he thought it was wise to to stay with wiggins and clay through the struggles that i it became more urgent because of their record but now it truly feels like night to night like it's I think gonna he's be gonna more. play clay most times clay, i mean wiggins is the one who yeah. definitely and, and i said like draymond being out it just adds more. There's an extra spot open. Yeah. There's a spot that he could put Trace there. He could put Saric there. He could put Looney. And I keep there's spots. And I, I asked him before the game, like, can you find a way to play Wiggins and Kaminga to close? And he's like, no. basically said no. Uh, and if you figure it out, it's because Clay's a forward now. Clay's not a guard. So he takes one of the forward spots. The other guy, Wiggins or, or Kaminga, takes the other one. And they don't have the small ball center. So they have to play whether it's TJD, Sarich, or Looney to close. That's kind of the math there. Uh, but I kind of like this group. I like this group. You know, we can switch Wiggins or Kaminga. But Pajemski will be heard Pajemski will be in there too. But Trace Jackson Davis, as the fans have been clamoring, it's been I've been a little annoyed by it, but I, maybe I was wrong to be annoyed by it. They've been clamoring for as He's this ideal, athletic, young, shot-blocking finisher. Maybe he is. For a maybe night, he, he certainly yeah, maybe was. he is. What? At least is partly that. Uh, two incredible blocks on J- on Jalen Brown. Uh, he has the pin block. I think it was in the first half. Maybe it was second half early. But uh, the overtime the block. Overtime on the dunks. Like, there, there are multiple things happening here. And, and I think the, the difference is, and maybe even Kerr had to adjust to this, is the thing he's always had against – young players or rookies not against them but they just don't win you games they don't know what they're doing they don't know where to go i mean tjd is showing you off the bat i mean step number one is making that rotation james wiseman does not see that play in advance and make the rotation let alone block kaminga for a time would not see that play and make the rotation and you know you could go down the list jordan bell was not seeing that play and making that rotation that's a draymond level read and react but only that, then he finishes it with the actual block on Jalen Brown, who's one of the more explosive, you know, twos in the league. So, like, to me, the difference is, like, these dudes know how to play. Like, they know how to win. They understand, like, these kind of basic things you got to do to win games. So, it's like, it's, it's hard to not play them if that's, the, if that's which, what they got. Which, by the way, was the draft strategy. That was what they did, right? It was Brandon Pajemski, like, don't even look Cam Whitmore's way. Yeah. It was, you know, Trace Jackson Davis was guided there because they basically replaced Patrick Baldwin. Patrick Baldwin has some intriguing <laughs> shooting skills, but was going to take a whole long time to he develop. Doing that. And he I don't think Patrick that. Baldwin was coming weak side in overtime to block a shot like that. Uh, Trace Jackson Davis, 23 years old. I mean, like, you know, the Indiana, the Mike Woodson, all that. So, like, this, that was the strategy, you know, from this front office was like, get guys who can help. This is his first two draft picks. Like, can you imagine where they'd be right now without them? Uh, there would be some serious, serious step. They'd have Ty Jerome playing these minutes. Uh, I don't think they, they, could, they, they couldn't yeah. afford a Ty yeah, Jerome. I know. Like they would, they would be stuck. And this Poor is Joseph, get, who you playing? Yeah, they're they're get, they're they're getting some Poor real ride. Wiggins and Ty. Yeah, yeah. So, well, here's you know, okay, Trace De- Jackson Davis. Should he be starting? Um, I know we don't. Steve's not going to do it. But I might soon. Yeah, might might look have to look at it. Friday. I think it'll be a matchup though. I think it's gonna be a like, matchup. What's the matchup that's good young, for Looney? Young, so, athletic, so big, slow, or non-athletic or stretch. Yeah. Or stretch. Yeah. If they're playing the Kings, Looney's 
guarding to Montezuma. Yeah, 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 that's a good, yeah, yeah, that's a good yeah, one. For yeah, them. No question. Yeah. Uh, and maybe a few well, others, but Dan gets urged, right? Like Dan gets Dan, 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 Dan I think he's got the Drunus Ogowskis coming after that. Who they got? Who they got on Saturday? Blazers or Venus Sabonis? That's a pretty epic pool, though. It's a great name. Yeah, got Jason Capono and Jerome Moiso and UCLA. Dan gets urged, by the way, but no, Daniel Gafford is like kind of a slower plotter. Right, like right, you play, right. you play them against that, like. But it's when you, you I, know. I went to uh, Wizards Kings yesterday. It's it's not great from the <laughs> Wizards side. You could you could start anybody. Um, I just say Mike Buscala is their backup five yeah. coming up. They, they the Warriors have some offensive issues with Looney. I thought maybe with no Draymond, you know, you don't have two non-shooting bigs, but they they tonight again. You know, Boston's really good. Yeah. So that's part. But when you play really good teams, I don't know how much Looney can play. Uh, I asked Kerr about it after the game, and he's like, hey, we need them both. I get it. He's going to play Looney. Looney's so important to the psyche of the team. All those things are understood. But he's not playing well. He and, might just need a break. Yeah. I mean, he's like, played how many straight games? Well, he's second like, in the league in, like, consecutive games played behind Mikel Bridges. It's something like he's, like, a 290 or something. Yeah, I agree. Like, maybe. Could he be. He just does not look bouncy. He does not look like he's getting to balls. Doesn't he's not, not like. Remember his thing was on the pick and roll, switching onto the guard, and he's like, "Man, I can hold my yeah, own. Like, he no, can't no, do no, that." Shoot yeah. right by. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with twenty four seven U.S. based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Terms and restrictions apply. I received a package at my door this week. It was my first home chef delivery. It included some Parmesan chicken with some broccoli with a little orange sauce with it. Probably took me, I don't know, 25, 30 minutes overall to prep and cook. I was actually a little impressed with myself. I went, you know, did the whole recipe, followed all the instructions, made it, had a great dinner. I loved it. My wife loved it. I'd suggest it. Because being able to feast on a delicious meal without the long prep and cook times is what drew me to Home Chef over the other guys. Home Chef's meals are effortless, even for someone like me who isn't exactly making it on Top Chef anytime soon. And not only is it convenient, but it's economical too. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. For a limited time, Home Chef is offering my listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life. Just go to homechef.com slash plus. That's homechef.com slash plus for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash plus. Must be an active subscriber to receive the free dessert. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Also, like, he's not just a dominant rebounder like he was in the playoffs, right? That, that's what defined his playoff runs. He was remember that King series? It was like insane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's very notable when you see Trace Jackson Davis just bouncing all over the place. You know, he's not going to make everything around the basket, but he's around it. He's getting the second effort. I mean, actually, the shots, the shots they've hit. Part of the reason is because Trace missed the rebound. Like, the ball bounced right to him. Yeah, he's he's not an ideal center. He's just different than than what they've gotten from Looney, and that's huge. And it's also huge when you don't have Draymond, and Wiggins is not rebounding the ball very well. Like, that is just a burst of energy. And, like, those two guys running down the the lanes, you're just like going, this looks different. And Kaminga's going to screw up. That time we know that, and we know that Kerr is going to be, you know, be very cautious about that. But just the, I've said for a while, like they got to play this one way because that's the best for Steph. I think they're going to have to change that because the personnel's changing, and they're going to have to figure out some other way. There's a lot of high screen with, with TJD tonight. Um, two things, Steph. Did you see that? By the way, all you need to know is this: first time TJD comes to the game, they run a pick and roll. Steph throws a no-look lob. <laughs> Automatically, he gets in and just throws it. Him and Chris Paul is laughing about it. Like, they, they know exactly who's in the game. You know who else is operating very well out of the pick and roll with Trey Jackson Davis? Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson is, like, looking for the bounce pass. He's, like, very alert on that. I don't, I don't know. It's working well. Maybe the funniest play of the night, I thought, was uh, – and this, by the way, this was the they're down seventeen. Trace Jackson comes in. Obviously, you can see with this plus minus, that's what shifted the game. Uh, but this is Steph. Steph gets, I think, it's fifth, yeah. and they're down seventeen or around there at the time. And this is when they started running Clay Thompson, Trace Jackson Davis pick and rolls, and it was Clay on the wing hits Trace Jackson Davis in the in the pocket and. The other part about him, he's a very good passer, and that's what matters in this offense, right? He gets it, and it's Corey Joseph in the dunker spot. Remember, he like yeah. left it off to Corey Joseph, and I was like, "How did that work?" Corey like Clay is yeah. Clay is operating the pick and roll, and Corey Joseph in the dunker spot. Um, you mentioned Kaminga. I just he just looks really sharp right now. Um, I just think like especially defensively, I just thought he was. Uh, I mean, he, he stops Tatum on the last you know offensive possession of regulation, and Steph just goes crazy, he yelling straight to him, he yeah. straight to him. And like, I was going to ask Steph about it, but it was kind of getting late, um, and he had already mentioned coming a few times. But like that's important to them. Like he stoned him, he stoned Jason. Now Tatum did not play great. Tatum does not always play great against the Warriors. There's something going on there, uh, but. This was what they count on from out of Wiggins when they won a championship. This is what they count on from GP2. This is what they count on from Draymond. Like, that was a playoff-level defensive stand by somebody that could do it a lot and, and sometimes does it and sometimes doesn't so far in his career. But he the, he shot, By the way, he did it a couple games ago. He like, yeah, hadn't played right. the whole fourth, and they put him on Dinwiddie. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and they, get, they didn't give him a block for that for some reason, but it was a block. Yeah, yeah. Steve was convinced that, that he touched the ball. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Where, what do you think of Kaminga right now? This is why he just needs to play. Like, he, he needs to be in these moments. He needs to feel it. Then, you know, he comes back out over time. 
jumps a passing lane, two points. He starts your overtime well because of it, just off the bat. Like, he's going to make plays. Uh, he's, you know, they just get – they, they get so into their, like, system sometimes. And it's like, all right, we're struggling. Let's do 17 screens and, and get a jumper. It's like – Let's get a, just, let's get a post touch for Dario yeah, Sarge and run. Some yeah, stuff. it's just like let's run our actions. But Kaminga's the one who'll be like, yeah, I will put my head down and get there. And he's getting a little better at it. Like he yeah. he still doesn't have the handle to kind of really make it happen. But he's got a couple moves. A he's added yeah, a little he's hesitation. Added, he's added something. He drove one time. He like fake. It drove hard with Jalen Brown on him. He, he got fouled, but he didn't call it. But he's about to dunk it. But it's like just that hard nose. Go to the bucket. Like, they, they need that more than I think they understand sometimes. I mean, this is an elite defensive team they play tonight. <laughs> Drew Holiday's on the floor. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Al Horford, Al Horford on the back end, Derek White. I mean, this is like, you know, these are all all defensive player type guys. He's 7 of 9 on twos tonight. Yeah. And yeah, you can feel thing, that. I was kind of chatting with him afterwards and just asking him about that play with Tatum. And I'm not going to quote him directly. We were just chatting. But it became clear, like, the more he plays, the more he's figuring out what the referees are calling. Yep. Yeah. And that was been a huge problem, like two fouls from, from Kaminga every time. That's not happening now. I don't even know how many fouls he had. Maybe one tonight. Uh, other side, yeah. Um, but like he just Jonathan Kaminga had zero fouls. Zero fouls. Like he just, I think, and the referees are getting to know him. And there's a certain level of in every game that what's a foul and what's not. And sometimes down the stretch, it's it's very liberal. He's kind of feeling that. He's definitely feeling that. Like, I know if Tatum's doing this, I can hit him here, and they're not going to call it because he hit me there on the previous play. And this is veteran stuff. He's a three-year veteran. And he's physical. So, like, yeah, it's going to get – it's important for him to feel that. And then if he once he feels it, he can be very physical on defense and get some stuff that he wants to do. And he was, like, saying, like, there's there's ways to do this – where you can, you know, I'm not going to say, you know, again, not foul, but you can bump somebody in a way that they're not going to call it. And it's still going to be very effective. And he's got to play for that. He's got to feel that. He's got to be in these games down the stretch when the, they're not blowing the whistles. All those things are very important. It's just kind of it's the big picture of what we've been saying. Play Kaminga. Just see what happens because there's so much possible from him. Yeah, it's playing no matter what, like. Like, so he played 33 minutes tonight, 34, close to, and he needed the five minutes of overtime. But he's never had back-to-back 30-minute games. So we'll see if he can play against. (laughs) They might need another overtime for him to do that. Uh, You know, I think what's happened, again, we've we've noticed this with Moody and Kaminga. He's jumped over Moody now because Moody was over him. Like, some of these minutes are the minutes that Kerr would give to Moody. So I have a question, though. You know, he's – uh, he actually did start Wiggins next to Kaminga in the second half because Pajemski got a little back strain. Yeah, that's so that's not a major thing. But clearly, as you mentioned, he's kind of it, – it almost seems a Wiggins or Kaminga choice right now. Um, and to me, even though Wig- or Kaminga is now starting, it kind of seems like his default is still going to be Wiggins if Wiggins is okay, if he's playing okay. Wiggins is 2 of 11 tonight. Kaminga is clearly playing better than him, so he goes to Kaminga. My question is, when does it or should it tilt to the point where, like, default goes to Kaminga instead of default goes to Wiggins? You know what I mean? Because it could have – like, if Wiggins just wasn't 2 of 11 tonight, like, he might just close with Wiggins. You can't you, – it's tough to do that when Steph, Clay, Chris Paul is three spots right there. Like, that's three spots. Now you got – you got to, like you said, you got to throw a big out there, right? Like, 
gotta have a center. So whether it's Sarge or Looney or Draymond or TJD, well, that, that's that's one spot left. Unless I mean, you, let's say unless, tonight wasn't Trace Jackson Davis. I think it would have been better just to go small with yeah, with Kaminga. They, 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 they never do that with Kaminga. I mean, I would be interested in that, but Kerr just does not I mean, feel comfortable playing. Yeah, it's yeah. like Horford. Like, all right, he's one of he's one yeah, of he's going to be outside. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, um, at some point, out, I think at right? some point, at some point, I do like we're all th- kind of thinking it. I think he kind of is a Draymond replacement, like. Not can't do everything Draymond does, but Draymond can't do some things that that Kaminga does. And one of those things that Kaminga could possibly do is close at the five. It just never happens. Like Kerr just doesn't think it's going to work. Um, but can you imagine? You like, almost it, don't even need to say like no, it's not even a five in my opinion. Yeah, I don't it's know. Not, it's the modern league. Yeah, it's a modern five. And it's, I, mean, it's, I yeah. think the bigger thing is Steve wants somebody who's yeah. going to get the rebound. rebound. That's the if you don't have rebound. anybody who's going to get the rebound, yeah. and he doesn't look at Kaminga. Somebody's going to go get that rebound. Looney will go get the rebound. But Jemski. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's playing. If he's playing. Oh, you're yeah, right, you're right. right. You're right. Well, no, I mean, that's where you go. TJD is your guy who can try to track down rebounds. He's quick enough and he can defend the rim. That's another important thing. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like. It opens up so much when he rolls to the rim. Yep. Like, it's. Yep. It's JaVale. Yeah. You know, JaVale McGee. And, again, fans have been clamoring for this for a long time, and I get it. Uh, but you got to do it also with an awareness of where the ball is. You got to be able to, you know, pass the ball. And there's some guys who they've had who could not do that. And Trace Jackson Davis looks like she can. So that's going to be really, and can rotate the right way and isn't just a dunker. Just a dunker doesn't work, as Steve Kerr's think. Just doesn't. But TJD is going to be more than that. He already is. So, yeah, I, you got to play. I mean, that's one of those. Like, Kerr's like, I have to play him. He isn't. There's no way around it. And when Draymond comes back, TJD still has to play. Has to play. And GP2 is really going to mess this all up. Like, yeah, he almost have to play him as a guard. And I, they don't like doing that. And that screws up the offense a little bit. But that's the position. But, I mean, then we're talking about, like, bumping Moses Moody out the rotation. Or Pajemski. Like, he's at Pajemski. So, I don't know. It's going to be a little tricky there. I mean, they could do a trade. Like, I mean, they could trade. Two for one. They can they, definitely. That, yeah. That's what's really setting up right yeah. there. And, you know, that's probably the best. Like, you know, Mike Dunleavy loves this, right? He's got players. You know, you got Wiggins and his reputation. You know, Wiggins, uh, he, he's 20, what, 8, 29. Like, somebody would want Wiggins. But some of these young players are starting to look like they they, they might be something. You know, all of this helps Mike Dunleavy because, I mean, they're going to have to move somebody. It's kind of the odd part about this season where you, if you, if before the season I told you they're 13 and 14 right now uh, and, like, there's, like, a level of panic about it, prior to the season you'd have been like, man, like, the youth is just not helping. Yeah, sure, like, the veterans may be looking like they're aging. But there is, like, a layer of optimism coming below this team that I don't think we saw coming, right? Like, you would say Moody has looked better than you probably thought in year three, right? I would say Kaminga, like, you know, there's it's been hit and miss, but – in general, you, do you feel better about him as a prospect than oh, you did day one he's of this playable. season? He's like playable every game. He's not great every game, but he's playable. Like there have been times this last two years where he's like, okay, he's get him out of there. Yeah. He cannot play, and he hasn't been that. <laughs> game one of that Memphis series, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he hasn't been. He hasn't been like that. Even this King series. So you uh, have that. So you have those two. Your two recent lottery picks that are like those are massive. Like you need to at least have done decently. That looks better. And then the draft picks, nineteenth and fifty seventh overall. Um, 
So it's just weird because they're 13 and 14. Like, there's a lot going wrong, obviously. Yeah, I mean, and plus, well, because uh, keep going, the offseason is Chris Paul and Dario Saric. Saric, you know, has his pluses and minuses, but he, he is an interesting player for them. Shots, yeah, can though. you imagine this team without all those players? They would not be good. And they're not great, but they're a lot better for having those guys than you can possibly imagine. If they had five other guys, almost five other guys that they could have had, it would have been not good. Uh, and... Like they got some flexibility. That is the problem, though. Like they're just they're like the same talent level. Yeah, the same talent level as the main guys, and that's not good because the main guys are supposed to be way better than them, and only one of them is. I was just looking like Derek White. If he was on the Warriors, he'd be their second best player. Like he would be. There's like not even a question in my mind. The way he played tonight, yes, he's, he's, he's played a lot like that. Yeah, he's been like yeah. that all no, the time. Yeah. Like know, the people around the Celtics say he's no, been their best really player. Like he's been there. Yeah, I just mean like thirty player. tonight. He took. You were talking about Clay taking fifteen threes. Derek White took eighteen. Yeah, he took a ton. At he least did. half of them were wide yeah. open though. So I mean, because they had a scramble, they were yeah. scrambling on Jalen. Especially and, and, and once Jason. Steph had the five and they yeah. had to double. Yeah, they're scrambling. They're absolutely scrambling. I, by the way, I thought Chris Paul guarding Jason Tatum. That's what. Just resulted in Chris Paul lecturing me and his son about nine-time All NBA, but I thought he played. He's six foot tall, and he played Jason Tatum great. You know, he just like just they didn't give up. Always a make that mistake. Those, those bigger guys, like all right, I'm gonna post you like that. They don't move. Him. Yeah, he's rare. Like he, he, he's oh, got yeah, the I mean, he told me that he play, he defended Kevin Durant for a whole game in the playoffs. Uh, I don't remember. I that. attended it. It was Clippers War uh, Thunder. It was Clippers Thunder. Uh, it was. It like almost swung the series. It was in LA. So he guarded him the whole time. Yeah, the yeah. It was it was the story of the game, and like you know, you'd be shocked, but like Kevin Durant did not love the rhetoric coming out of that game. And what Chris Paul might not have mentioned is Kevin Durant went off the rest of the series, <laughs> and they kind of had to go away from that matchup a little bit. Like remember the Beverly, yeah, the rhetoric. Yeah, 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 yeah. okay. So, so like, it, me yeah. and his son no, he did, he did, he did, he did. I was there, uh, but yeah, the the Clippers did not win that series. You go to, but like they do it. You see him do it. Like with Harden, yep. you see him do it with Steph and Chris Paul. It's like, don't that's their realm. Like maybe maybe they need to watch a little bit more offensive line play, right? But it's all about leverage, man. The tush push, get low. low. The low man wins, right? Like like you're you're, you're going the same, to his yeah, realm. Your legs are the same. Yeah, right? basically. Going, yeah. And he's the other stronger, thing, like he can hold. The other thing I remember at the time is it's interesting that he mentioned the Durant game. Like Kevin couldn't dribble around him yeah. because no, it's the high dribble, and you know, and we're talking about this was more. Prime, yeah. you know, middle of his all defensive teams, Chris Paul. Where he's, I think he's, and he, you know, it's funny. Like this is this stuff Chris Paul just always mentions. Yeah, like I think he's like third all time in steals, steals or something yeah, yeah. like that. I mean, you know, nah, he was a great on ball defender. He's yeah. a good hey, stuff. You gonna be mad at you for saying was? He's gonna be mad, mad, he's not gonna be happy with that. He's gonna say I still am. So. I would say he's great. I say he's a good <laughs> on ball defender. He was good on Tatum again. Tatum isn't the greatest dribbler. You know, like some of it is. Like interesting, well, Jalen Brown really I feel is. Like we're great back football. in 2022. Like, I know. Middle like, of game three, sure, I felt like that, right? Like it's Tatum, I did. Did. So what Tatum that was, was doing. Like yeah. Game five, except yeah. Steph made the threes this Tatum time. Tatum was but. taking. I, mean, I know he's really good at those step back threes, but he was taking so, like early in the clock step back threes. Like rattled, man. I think I they get yeah. rattled. I mean, I, I think part of the reason they took 58 threes is because. Steph terrifies them, right? Like it's just but like Jalen Brown could get to the rim and score, and he was not doing. I don't know what was going on, and maybe TJD kind of changed up a little bit, but uh, it did feel like twenty twenty two. It's like this team, this this Warriors team was doing that to them. Like that's weird. Yeah, that was. And with weird. no Draymond, I think they might have been tied in points in the paint. Like it was just like that's 
that's just not smart basketball. When well, you see the 40, 40 spot they put up in the first quarter, it's like, how are the Warriors still? Yeah, you yeah, can't how, guard this team. How are they going to guard this team? And then they did. And the crazy part, they didn't go crazy from the line. It was only like 15 or something free throws. Like, And, you know, that's a team that gets to the line and the Warriors yeah. foul. They, they just – they just got caught up. They didn't the foul tonight at all, besides well, Steph. They, and they got really. a friendly whistle in the fourth quarter. There's like a yeah. couple times there's some bumps and grinding. Like the, it was like the old Warriors when the dynasty. Well, like they, it you, felt like Andre Iguodala could do whatever he wanted to do. The ball was not going to be. It was not going to be a whistle. But that's fair. I liked it. It was fun. I was like, it was good. That's ba- way yeah, better yeah. than oh, the other stuff. Take it every time. Like, every time. Oh my goodness. The aggressive oh my team just to be. Just is aggressive. That's and right. I felt like it was earn a bucket. It felt like it was ref more like a playoff game, which you know. I like that too. I agree. Uh, anything else before I get us out of here? So, uh, what, what's more likely? Do you guys think that they're saying this might be the catalyst to change their season, or is this like the you know the one the the one of the times you know they're going to do this multiple times a year? But can they string it together? Like, you, you feel like? I think a good stretch is coming. That uh, this was the beginning of ten of eleven at home. Uh, again, I mentioned it. Wizards, Blazers, like, you know, we'll see. Maybe we're like, but go get those two, and then you're 15 and 14, and then you can afford to go lose in Denver on Christmas. And you, if you come out of oh, Christmas, you're pretty good. Yeah, I mean, go, get them, go get Denver. Go get Denver. Uh, but but if, you're, if, if you're 15 and 15 coming out of Christmas, which, by the way, they should be at this point, uh, and then you're coming back home for, uh, I think, seven, a seven game homestand, which, you know, has some, some s- tough games in there. Right? Yeah, there yeah. are. But, you know, it's seven straight at home when they're supposedly feeling better about themselves. Like Kerr, I feel like, is figuring out his rotation more. At least he's being more flexible with it. Um, depends on, like, what are are you asking? Like, is this the catalyst? Will this be the story told at the end of another championship rainbow? No, I, no, I don't mean, think will that. They, will but, they be who they are now? Or is this going to be like, all right. They'll, the seven game homestand, it'll be another three and four stretch, and you, you know, no, you're back to I figuring think, it out. I think they're going to be better. I don't think this means they're going 10 and one or whatever, but I think it's going to be what we they're going to win at a, a clip that we expected to get to 46. That doesn't mean they're going to get to 46, but the clip of a team that would win 46 games, so maybe gets them to 43, 44. Now, I don't know if that's going to be good enough. A lot of teams in the West are winning a lot of games, uh, but. I think we'll see them be better, and I think we'll see them get into the play-in. They're, and they're still out of the play-in, uh, and you know, be kind of like Lakery is what I would expect, like Lakers last year. The, the, I'm not saying they're getting to the, the, the to the championship, the uh, conference championship. I almost said NFC championship game. That's another team. Um, I think they're going to play better. I think we saw the worst of them when Wiggins and Clay were really bad, and they've kind of gone past now with Draymond we'll see but I also think at this point they just have to get used to playing without Draymond because when he comes back he might go back out again and that's just you cannot count on what Draymond Green is going to give you anymore he's a bonus and I think they're going to play better you know, and they've had a hard schedule there's no question I, I mean, I've been tracking that they've had the fewest games against teams under 500 in the league and that's going to change when they get Washington and they get Portland and all that but that matters like well, Phoenix has like had 18 of them and they've had Lost four. To Portland and I. Yeah, I mean, Portland's like yeah. kind of frisky. So Portland is, almost got them, the Warriors, this, twice. We all know they haven't looked good. They haven't been good. But it's been skewed by the fact that they played, you know, Oklahoma City four times. And they played Minnesota two times. Like, like that skews what your record is. That skews our perception, even though we know they haven't played very well. So if they just balance it out a little bit, you know, maybe they get to, you know, they get above 500 and they stay above 100. I don't know how much above 500 they're going to be, but I think they're clearly 
a slightly above 500 to maybe a little bit better than that team. What's your answer to your own question? Yeah, it could be. I, I don't know. I'm just not ready to. Yeah, again, it's, it's a very high a game. It's Boston. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't yeah. want to see. They did not look great in the previous two wins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> they did not. Uh, but not, they got 3-0. They got 3 I'm not ready to say this is the catalyst. That's all. No, I agree. Not, not catalyst, but as a, as a beginning of something. They got 30. They got 30, and that matters a ton. certainly mattered to the Celtics. You could just feel it. Uh, and that if he's playing like this, even though he's had a few tough shooting nights, he plays like this. He is who he is. You can play the final 17 minutes of a game. I think they're at least a 500 team. At least. You guys see that over there? It's uh, it's late enough that they've already changed out the the logo for the training room. It's a Wizards logo. We're look we're staring at a Wizards logo. Were you there when I asked somebody? Is there going to be a, a a video, a farewell, whatever that is tribute tribute video to Jordan Poole? And there kind of a silence. <laughs> the answer was silence. Like I don't know. There, you know, I so I I talked to Jordan yesterday in Sacramento. I talked to Steve, Steph, Clay, Looney today about Jordan. Um, you know, I think there is, I know Steve said it, but like there's a, they don't love that it ended in a sour way because they all agree that Jordan Poole was a catalyst for a title that they don't get without what he did in the playoffs. They mentioned Memphis game one. They mentioned the Denver series. They, they mentioned Boston. Uh, Steph even mentioned the two half court shots in the finals yeah. to end the quarters. Do you guys remember that? One in Boston, one here. Like, you know, the stuff was like, it was kind of like me in Memphis, you know, there were signature shots, signature plays. Um, like that was a great season by Jordan Poole. And that season ended in a title that's like forever stamped like this dynasty in a lot of ways. So, um, we all know like year four went sideways and year four went sideways because it's something he didn't Largely do. Not his fault. Yeah. Um, so I'll write, you know, I'm going to write the story in the next couple of days. It's, you know, there's a lot of, uh, you know, I think, interesting quotes in it uh but it's just you know i think the main thing is it's more of a success story it should be viewed as more of a success story than i think it is because it went so weird at the end but this is a 28th overall pick that was a top six player on a title team that's just a fact and so, earned 120 million dollars never paid him big money no yeah <laughs> you not. only paid him his rookie deal right like yeah. so based on what based on what the warriors paid him or what they got for him it was an incredible pick like based on what he delivered and what they paid. Now they sign him to the money and trade him, which we said a million times on the pod. Just because you sign him, you can always trade him. And they, the most they paid him was what nine million in the last year or something. No, like not that? nine. Like no, like three. Five. Five. Yeah, 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 yeah. Three point nine. Yeah. I believe it was three point nine. Yeah, three point nine million was the most they paid him, and he helped deliver a championship. Like there should be no. no. And he bad was a feelings. good guy. Yeah. He was a good guy. Didn't like me, but that's okay. Uh, a popular guy in the locker room except for one person and that's okay you know it's all whatever it went down and we all know what went down and the Warriors picked Draymond Green and that's who they should have picked but I don't think there should be any booing or anything I don't think there will be I think there will be you know fond memories of this guy and there probably should be a video. He won a championship. I think if you win a championship and you are main, like Juan Toscano Anderson I think got like some kind of video Jordan Poole should get something uh, and I think he would really like it if he did. He would, he would appreciate it. I agree. All right. Uh, talk to y'all at some point.